Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Heidi Heckelbeck, Sunshine Magic. That is a cute cover, you have to say. So cute. Just so adorable. Okay. Chapter one, Floating Shorts. Heidi Heckelbeck started her day by daydreaming in bed. I wish I knew another witch of my age, she thought. Then we could share magic secrets and cast spells together and scrape, clump, scrape, the sound of her dresser opening jolted Heidi up, jolted Heidi upright. She watched as her dresser drawers opened all by themselves. Then she, then her folded clothes swooshed out of the bedroom and into the hallway. That's new, Heidi said. She chased her clothes downstairs, where there was a full-blown tornado of outfits on the living room floor. Heidi, Heidi fended off a pair of underwear and her with her arm. What's going on, Heidi asked. Heidi's aunt turned around the corner, around the corner, has a pair of shorts that landed in an open suitcase. Oh my goodness. I'm magic packing, silly, announced Aunt Trudy. Didn't your mom tell you? Mom poked her head in from the kitchen. Nope, because I wanted it to be a surprise, said Aunt Trudy, or said mom. Well then, surprise, Aunt Trudy said. We're going to cast a spell. We're going to Castle Spell Cove. Your mom and I used to vacation there when we were your age. With a snap, the clothes landed in an open suitcase and then packed luggage zipped itself shut and floated out the front door. Um, what if the neighbors see our flying suitcase, Heidi asked. Aunt Trudy waved her off. Nah, don't worry. I put a shimmer spell around our yard. Our secret is safe. Now, get dressed so we can hit the beach. Heidi ran up the stairs and nearly bumped into an egg and cheese biscuit floating in front of her. Don't forget your breakfast, Mom called. Heidi shook her head. What is with all the magic today? Yeah, they're not even really allowed to play magic. I wonder why they're allowed to today. No. That's cool. This is how it should be, I think. Her little brother Henry snagged the biscuit in midair and took a big bite. Don't you love magic, he said. It's so tasty. That was mine, Heidi complained. And then poof. Another breakfast sandwich appeared in front of Heidi. Her little brother might be a breakfast stealer, but he was right about one thing. Heidi did love magic. Chapter 2. Stand sta- oh, sand Station Heidi Heckelbeck never used magic to travel because Dad loved to drive. Luckily, Heidi loved looking out the window. They passed a farm with a peach orchard and horses. They also passed an old mill with a wonderful with a waterfall, and then a lake filled with boats. Finally, Heidi spotted the sign right next to the castle that read, Spell Castle Cove, a secret seaside village where dreams come true. The car bumped along the cobblestone street with little shops with magical names like Sandwich Shop, Coven Creamery, and Spellbinders Books. Okay, this place sounds awesome. You know what it kind of sounds like? Salem. Because it's a beach town. Ah! Yeah, seriously. 
I see the water, Heidi shouted and rolled the window down and breathed in the salty air. Dad turned down a sandy lane and parked in the driveway, speckled with broken seashells. Oh, get out of here. That's so cute. We're here. Do you know what that reminds me of? Mm -hmm. The broken seashells and the concrete when you stand in line at the aerial ride in Disneyland. Oh, my God. We're here, he announced. The cottage had gray shingles with white trim and a bright blue door. It was so cute. Dad unlocked the front door and Heidi and Henry raced inside to explore every room and find the perfect place to stay. Heidi picked upstairs with views of the ocean. She thudded back down the wooden stairs onto a porch with a hammock. Oh gosh, that looks relaxing. Look at that, Peyton. Heidi flung herself onto the hammock and said, what did she say? It said, this is the life. This is the life. That does look like the life, man. Oh, it gets even better, Aunt Trudy said. Want to see the beach for dinner? Do I ever? Heidi cheered as she... she said for dinner? Yeah, do you want to see the beach before dinner, not for dinner? I read that wrong. Good call. I thought she was saying, like, I thought that was her way of saying, you want to go to the beach for dinner? (laughs) Do I ever? Heidi cheered and she leapt back up. The whole Heckelbeck family wandered down the sandy path that led through the dunes. Do you know what's interesting? If the entire family are Hecklebecks, then that means her dad changed his last name and their mom and dad got married because her aunt would have the same last name because it's hers. It's her mom's sister. Look at this. Wow. Sounds like a woke family. If you're asking me, Heidi and Henry kicked off their shoes and raced to the beach. The first thing they saw was the ocean, but something else caught their eye. Wow, shouted Henry, check out that that sensational castle. Now, that's not a castle, Heidi said. That's a kingdom. I'm going to get a closer look, Henry said. He sprinted towards the sandcastle and Heidi called out, be careful. But it was too late. Henry tripped and was going to crash into the castle. Oh no, thought Heidi, I can't watch. But then a gust of strong wind came out of nowhere and pushed her back up. Phew, that was close, Henry said. Her? Pushed. Yeah, it says her. And pushed her her brother back up. Could you stop finding every mistake that I make? No. (laughs) Phew, that was close, Henry said. I guess I'm just lucky. Heidi agreed, but she felt a change in the air. It was a sizzle she'd felt before, something that felt like magic. Chapter 3, A Well-Kept Secret. Eee! Today is our first day at the beach, Heidi thought as she hopped out of bed, already dressed in her swimsuit and matching shorts. A plate with scrambled eggs and a cinnamon roll greeted her at the kitchen table. Uh, you want me to get cinnamon rolls for tomorrow morning? Oh, I'm sure Angren's dad would like that too, huh? Henry had already cleaned his plate, and Mom and Aunt Trudy were packing an old-fashioned picnic basket with sandwiches, pretzels, chocolate chip cookies, and grapes. Beep, beep, said Dad as he wheeled the cooler into the kitchen. Did you pack any new sodas? asked Henry. Sodas were a specialty at the Hegelbeck household. Dad worked for a soda company called The Fizz. Well, we have water, said Dad. And my new ice cream sodas like orange vanilla and strawberry cheesecake. Okay, that sounds weird. Strawberry cheesecake soda? Actually, do you know that you can make those flavors at home? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to get everything so that you can make it? Oh, okay. 
yay, cried Heidi, and then Henry at the same, cried Heidi and Henry at the same time. Then they cleared their plates and gathered the beach toys, a cabana and the folding chair, uh, heard their beach toys, a cabana and the folding chairs. They loaded everything onto a beach wagon and set off for the beach. As they set up their cabana and the chairs on the beach, Heidi looked around. There's hardly anybody here. Castle Spell Cove is never crowded, Mom said, winking at Aunt Trudy. It's a well-kept secret. Aunt Trudy laughed. I'd say more than a well-kept secret. Heidi didn't know what her aunt meant, but before she could ask, Henry yelled out, Hey, the Sand Kingdom's gone from yesterday. How could a massive Sand Kingdom just disappear, Heidi wondered. Then she remembered, then she remembered, no, because it was so far up away from the water. Then she remembered that magic feeling that was in the air. Was Castle Spell Cove a magical place? Heidi couldn't wait to find out. Chapter four. Super duper smart. (laughs) Fine and Sandy. Heidi and Henry put on sunscreen. Sandy, Sandy, can I? Yeah, okay. And grabbed their boogie boards and raced to the water. Whoa, it feels great. Like Like taking a bath, Henry said. Heidi felt her feet sink into the soft, rippled sand as she waded deeper. As she waded deeper. Then they both jumped onto their boogie boards. It was it was time to ride. Heidi and Henry caught waves and rode them back to shore over and over again. After that, they tossed their boards onto the beach and played frisbee. Henry caught the first caught the frisbee every time because Heidi was better at throwing. Henry's throws either went were way too high or way too curved away from Heidi. Mom waved the kids to the cabana and called out, lunchtime, and the kids plunked onto the beach, onto the towel-lined beach and chairs. Heidi dug through the ice in the cooler and pulled out a water. Henry grabbed a soda. Why does food taste better on the beach? asked Heidi, biting into a sandwich. Oh gosh, I hate eating on the beach because you always accidentally bite sand and it hurts your teeth. Oh, oh, God, that's like the worst feeling. Hit. <coughs> Especially like when you chew on it oh. after. <laughs> you can't get it out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Henry popped a grape into his mouth because everything's better at the beach. The whole family agreed. Heidi watched, no. Heidi, <laughs> Heidi watched other people as she ate. A dog raced away from its owner. Some girl, some older kids skimboarded across the shallow waves, and then Heidi saw a girl her age with dark hair and brown skin. She was building a sandcastle. Did she build the sandcastle that we saw last night, Heidi wondered? Chapter 5. Seize the day. Seize, but not like seize the day, but like sea. Like the sea. Heidi was surprised when another little boy appeared in their cabana. Hey, the boy said to Henry, I'm Arjon Atkar. Want to play? Sure, said Henry. Cool, said Arjon. This game is called spinning circles. You run in circles until you reach the water, and the last one to fall down wins. Heidi watched as Henry and his new friends spun around in circles like spinning tops. Oh, yeah, like spinning tops. She wasn't sure if oh, yes, she, mm-hmm. she wasn't sure if she would ever understand little brothers. They were just plain weird sometimes. You should make a new friend too, Heidi said, Aunt Trudy, who happened to be looking at a girl building the sandcastle. You never know what you might have in common. You're right, Heidi said, as she whipped her, whipped, wiped the sand from her legs and took a deep breath. Okay, here goes nothing. 
Yes, it's a it's a witch leech. They're going to be both witches. That is so cool. She finally has her own witch friend that's her age. Huh. Wouldn't you be kind of bummed? I'd be like, dude, this is ugh, this is so much less fun without a friend. Heidi marched across the warm sand and stood in front of the girl's sand castle. The girl was cutting tiny squares of wet sand with a popsicle stick. She didn't notice Heidi at first. Hey, Heidi began. Your sand castle is amazing. The girl squinted at Heidi and smiled. Thanks. You know, the trick is to have the right tools. Ah, got it, said Heidi as she knelt, knelt down to her. The right tools make it cool. The girl laughed. Hey, you're funny. My name is Sanuta Atkar, but everyone calls me Sunny. Aw, just like Sunny Baudelaire. I thought you were sick of it. I, well, I mean, I'm glad it's over. I'm sorry. Heidi sat on the back of her heels and, I'm Heidi Heckelbeck. Everyone calls me Heidi or Heckelbeck. I think my little brother just met your little brother. Sunny looked up, Sunny looked up and saw Arjan and Henry running in circles. Yep. I hope your brother knows a spell to cure the dizzies. Heidi didn't know what to say after that. She asked, um, mind if I watch you build? I have a better idea, Sunny said. Want to help me? Heidi's face lit up. I'd love to. Sunny cut more squares and Heidi spaced them along the, the, spaced them along the battlement. I don't know what the battlement is. It just must be like the edge of the castle. They looked, they looked like jack-o'-lantern teeth. Sunny also showed Heidi how to make stars with a wooden ruler. Then they filled the moat with buckets of water. Did you build that sand kingdom that was here yesterday, Heidi asked. Sunny nodded. I did. Where'd it go, Heidi asked. It was so beautiful. Sunny shrugged. I don't know. I like to start fresh every day. It's more fun like that. Heidi nodded and then looked at the side of looked at her side of the sand castle. The towers were crooked and the stars were slanted. Hmm, I'm not as good as you, she admitted. Sunny laughed. Oh, that's going to be an easy fix. Then Sunny looked towards the sun and swoosh. The crooked tower straightened and the slanted stairs leveled out. Now, the now perfect castle shimmered in the sun. There, that's better, Sunny said with a smile. Now, race you to the water. As Sunny ran off, Heidi's mouth fell open. Another girl just used magic. Chapter six, I'm not dreaming. Heidi splashed into the water after Sunny as they both floated. As they both floated, Heidi turned to her new friend. Can I ask you a weird question? Oh, I love weird questions. She said, go for it. Mm, There's no really easy way to ask this, Heidi said. Are you a, a witch? Of course I am, silly, Sunny said as she wiped her hair wet out of her face, her wet hair out of her face. I thought everyone at Castle Spell was a witch cove, aren't you? Heidi blinked. She had never asked she had never been asked if she was a witch before. It was such a surprise. Heidi felt like her whole life had been a wave that was growing and growing and growing through the ocean, and now she was about to crash up on shore. Yep, she finally shouted out, letting her secret free. Cool. And it's cool, said Sunny, splashing. Said Sunny, splashing water at Heidi. The two friends got into a splash battle until Sunny pointed to something in the water near Heidi. Hold still, she said. Heidi froze solid and cried. What is it? Sunny kept her eyes in the water, just like a just a little critter. I'll take care of it. With a wave of her hand, Sunny magically lifted the jellyfish into the air and gently gently placed it further out to sea. There, she said. Now we, won't, now we won't bother the jellyfish, and the jellyfish won't bother us. Heidi gasped. 
Whoa, how did you do that? I used magic, duh. Sunny said with a laugh. I get my power from the sun. My mom calls it sunshine magic. You know about magic, right? I thought you said you were a witch. Well, I am, she said nervously, but I can only do it with my medallion and book of spells. Sunny splashed back in surprise. You're kidding, right? Heidi blushed and shook her head. No, that's the truth. Sunny smiled warmly. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sound snooty. It just, it's just that there's a whole world of magic beyond this book of spells. Heidi's eyes grew wide. There is? Heidi never imagined using magic without her book of spells. Aunt Trudy did magic all the time without the book, but that was Aunt Trudy. She was a grown-up. Where were there other kids who could use magic like this? Hey, Sunny, um, would you ever teach me how to move things like um, you just did? This time, Sunny beamed. Yes, of course I'd love to. Heidi squealed with joy and held out her arm. Okay, but first, you have to splash me again. Why, Sunny asked. Because I can't believe I have a witch friend now, Heidi whispered like it was a secret. And I want to make sure I'm not dreaming. Believe it, buddy, Sunny cheered as she splashed Heidi with all of her might. Chapter 7. Belly Buttoning. Interesting. Back on the beach, Sunny handed Heidi a butterfly kite and kept and kept the daisy one for herself. The girls ran to a wide open space on the warm sand. Heidi held her hand in the air. There's not enough wind, so we'll never get these kites off the ground. Off the ground. We don't need wind, silly, Sunny said. We're going to fly the kites with our magic. Now I'm going to focus on my thoughts and on the kite and direct, direct it with my mind. Sunny let her kite go and lifted it into the air as if a gust of wind had caught hold of it. Next, she let out a string and ran down the beach. Then she ran back to Heidi. She held up her hand and gave Heidi a high five. Your turn. Heidi held her kite into the air and then she focused her thoughts on the kite and let it go. Crash. The kite fell into the sand. Heidi frowned. Hey, nice try, Sunny cheered. Now keep going. So... Heidi did, and every time she tried, her kite thwacked onto the ground. My kite must be afraid of heights, said Heidi. It won't even flutter. Maybe I'm doing the spell wrong because my kite wants to dig deeper into the sand. Aw, kite flying magic takes a lot of practice, Sunny assured her. Want to try something else? How about collecting seashells? Okay, said Heidi. She dragged her kite back to the towels and grabbed a pail. As they walked to the ocean, Heidi asked, so what's your favorite seashell? Scallop shells like these, she said, and said Sunny. Then she faced the water and lifted her arms into the air. Heidi picked picked up an orange one. It's so pretty. Sunny picked up a purple one. Now you try. Just call the kind of shell that you want from the sea with your mind. Heidi placed her bucket on the sand, and she looked out to the sea and concentrated on scalloped shells. Again, a wave folded into the shore, but the only thing that left that was left behind was a hermit crab, and the hermit crab shook its claws at her and scuttled back into the water. Heidi called to the shell again and again, but there was no use. The shells stayed put. Don't worry, Sunny said. You'll get the hang of it. Remember, you're a witch, so you have the power. Heidi nodded. She still had to get used to the idea that she had powers beyond her spell book. Hey, you want to know a cool way to find shells without magic, Heidi asked. Sure, said Sunny. 
They walked apart to a part of the beach striped with thousands of tiny pebbles. Heidi lie on her stomach and looked and leaned with her elbows. If you look closely in between the pebbles, you'll find these tiny seashells, she said. Sunny lay down behind Heidi and the girls sifted through the pebbles with their fingers. Heidi found one and it showed it to Sunny. Oh, they're so cute. It's so small, cried Sunny. The girls continued to search for the tiny shells. Plink, plink, plink. They plopped tiny periwinkles, cockle, and scallop shells into their pails. Oh, that's so cute. They're really cute. They're like little ones that you get in the, um, st- at the store around the corner. We should give this a sports name, she said. We should give this sport a name, Sunny said. She lifted her position and wiped some pebbles from her stomach. Let's call it belly buttoning because you have to lie on your belly to find the shells. Sunny giggled and smiled. I'm glad I met you, Heidi Hecklebeck said. Same Z's. Yep. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. She sells seashells by the seashore. Good job. Same Z's, Heidi said. Now, shall we keep digging? Chapter 8. Perfectly magical. The next morning, Sunny slapped a beach ball onto the surface of the water and the wind began to carry it out to sea. Okay, the beach ball is floating away, Sunny. I want you to use your magic to bring it back. Heidi looked worried. I'll try. Sunny narrowed her eyes. It is not about trying, Heidi, she said. It is about knowing and believing. You have to know that you have the power to bring that beach ball back. Heidi clenched her fists. You're a witch, she told herself, and you have the power to do this. But no matter how hard she tried, Heidi needed Sunny to bring the ball back every time. Okay, new plan, Sunny said. Let's go to the pier. The pier looks the pier looked far away, but the walk was short and fun. Heidi t- Sunny told Heidi about where she lived, and Heidi told Sunny about her town, Brewster. They had a lot of things in common. They both had little brothers. They both had two best friends, and most important, they were both magic. As they walked to the pier, Sunny pointed at the very end. That's where we're going, she said. The wind was blowing so hard from the shore that the seagulls were flying happily. What are we doing out there? What are we doing out here? Uh, what are we doing out here? Heidi asked when they reached the end of the pier. Sunny pulled two paper airplanes and handed one to Heidi. We're going to fly these. It's um, and all this wind, Heidi gulped. I'll try, but... Ahem, interrupted Sunny. I'll have you know that this is a no-but zone, so get flying. And remember, there's magic all around Castlespell Cove. Heidi and Sunny released their paper airplanes on the count of three. Sunny stayed floating in the air, just like her kite yesterday, but Heidi's was carried off recklessly into the wind and snagged by a seagull. Merg, Sunny said... Heidi said, but... Then the seagull brought it, brought the airplane back to Heidi. See, cheered Sunny. Magic is magic is for the birds too. Don't give up. After playing a few more rounds of paper airplane fetch with the seagull, Heidi knew it was not going to happen. I have an idea. Sunny said. Have you ever heard of cornhole? It's not magic, but it's a fun game. Heidi liked the sound of that, so the girls ditched magic and to practice ditched magic practice and played beach games until the sun went down. Heidi and Sunny sat on the beach watching a giant pink cloud in the sky. Pink clouds at night, sailor skies delight, Sunny said. What does that mean, Heidi asked. Oh, it's an old sea rhyme, Sunny said, or Sunny explained. Pink clouds 
at a sunset mean that we'll have good weather tomorrow? I hope so. It's our last full day here, Heidi said. Maybe it's my last day to practice magic with you. Hey, just remember there's always magic around you, said Sunny. Check this out. Sunny wiggled her fingers and suddenly blinking lights on the beach off in the distance went off like fireworks on the beach. I think they should go belly buttoning again. Yeah, me too. Heidi gasped. How did you do that? I didn't, Sunny confessed with a laugh. It's not me. I'm not that good. But I know fire I know fireflies come out in the evening and here they are. Aren't they cool? Heidi watched as a firefly flickered at night. She agreed with her friend. They're perfectly magic. Chapter nine Life's a Beach. Gray clouds raced across the sky across Castle Spell Cove. But he said pink skies. I mean good weather tomorrow? I literally thought the same thing. Okay. The waves crashed on the beach shore as Heidi was walking along the beach. Can you believe this weather, Sunny grumbled, walking up behind Heidi? Heidi looked up at the sky. Aw, I kind of love cloudy days. Want to build a sandcastle? Sunny shrugged. I guess so. The girl kneeled down on the beach and began began to mound sand for the base. Sunny's side kept falling. Ugh, why is this sand so crumbly? Oh, remember, she gets her powers from the sun. Why is this sand so crumbly today? She complained, packing it into place. Heidi quietly scooped out the the moat. Now Sunny began to pat over her hand to make the drawbridge. But when she pulled her hand away, the drawbridge collapsed. Um, nothing, nothing's working today, Sunny whined. Then Heidi swished the palms of her back, back and forth to get the sand off. Okay, then let's skip to the sea and castle and go for a swim. The girls walked ashore and dipped their toes in the water. Brr, it's cold, said Sunny. It'll feel warm once we get in, Heidi said. Then she dove into an oncoming wave. Sunny stood and watched her, watched with her arms wrapped around herself. Wait, what if she gets her magic from the, um... Ocean? Water. Oh my gosh, if she's a water witch, that'd be cool. No, not from the water, from the cloudy. Oh, interesting. No way, it's freezing. Heidi had to admit that she was cold too. So the girls ran for their towels. <sighs> and Heidi dried off. Then they zipped their hoodies over their bathing suits. Should we play should we play magical metal, metal detectors, Sunny suggested? We attract metal objects from the sand with magic. Sounds magically magnetic, Heidi cheered. How does it work? Well, all you have to do is think of metal detectors, her friend said. Watch. Sunny stared at the sand until, zing, a pull tab from a soda can shot up from the beach. Ugh, it's just trash, Sunny said, as if, and shoved it, shoved the pull tab into her pocket to throw it away later. Then she magically unearthed a bobby pin, a penny, and a bottle cap. This is all junk, Sunny complained. I hate cloudy days. They block out the sun and nothing ever good ever happens. I'm going home. Heidi grabbed her friend gently by the arm. Wait, we both leave tomorrow morning, and I love spending time with you. We don't need sunshine or magic to have fun. I'll prove it. Then Heidi ran to her cabana and returned with two pails. We're going to go on an old-fashioned seashell hunt, Heidi said. No magic allowed. Sunny wrinkled her nose. But Heidi, we've already collected a a gazillion tiny shells. We're only looking for a big... We're... We are only looking for big game this time, Heidi said, setting off on the hunt. Sunny half-heartedly followed her. See, when the ocean is really wild and overcast days like this, that's the best time to look for shells, Heidi explained. 
Sure enough, the shore was filled with giant seashells. Wow, I've never seen so many seashells before in my life, Sunny exclaimed, even at the beach stores in town. Then the girls combed through the beach and found shells with soft pink, cool blues, pearly whites, and sunset oranges. They found long color shells that looked like a designer fingernail. Heidi even found a full-size whelk shell. I don't know what that is. Maybe like that? No, that's like a conch. But then Sunny made the best discovery of all. Hey, it's a whole sand dollar, Sunny cried. <gasps> sand dollar! And all in one piece, Heidi inspected the round the round sand dollar. It had been bleached white from the sun and had a beautiful star flower in the center. These are rare, Heidi told her. Now, aren't you glad you didn't go home? Sunny nodded. So glad. I'm sorry for being such a grump earlier. You've been a magical you've been the magical one today. Well, that's what friends are supposed to be, Heidi cheered. Wait, if you have sun wait, if you have sunshine magic, there is is there such thing as friend magic? Um, maybe, said Sunny. Every Come on, cloudy magic. Yeah. I don't know everything, but I'm about magic. I mean, that's what that's why I'll go to Broomsfield Academy for middle school. That's where they teach kids like us. <gasps> it's like Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. Broomsfield Academy? Never heard of it, Heidi said. But I'm happy in Brewster, even if I'm the only kid like me there. Sunny put her... Brewster. Yeah. Sunny put her sand dollar away. Well, there is a last day tradition on Castle Spell Cove that involves ice cream, said Sunny with a smile. Are you interested? Sign me up, said Heidi. What? Yeah, I know. Well, they're still going to get ice cream. Chapter 10. See, like the see you later. The curtain beside Heidi's bed swished in the gentle breeze. I cannot believe we leave today, she thought. It's been the best vacation that I've ever had. Suddenly, a package magically flew through Heidi's open window. There was a note on it with a note on top with uh, to Heidi written in swirly letters. Heidi read the note first. Hey, Heidi. I had to leave early this morning, but thanks for the best week ever. I wish we went to the same school. Maybe someday we will. For now, would you like to be pen pals? Keep practicing your magic, your magical moves. I miss you already. Love, Sunny, your BWFF, best witch friend forever. Heidi opened the box and pulled back the tissue paper. Sunny had made a beautiful sign with itty-bitty seashells that had followed. The, the shells were mounted to a piece of driftwood, and it said one word. Believe. Believe. Yep. Heidi squealed. Oh, sorry. I think I missed a page. Believe. I sure did. Okay. A magical warmth washed over Heidi and she realized something on a new level. I'm a witch. A real witch with my very own magical powers. And for the first time in her life, Heidi truly believed it. Magical powers or not, it was time to go. And Heidi still needed to pack her clothes. But as soon as she thought about packing, Heidi's clothes flew from the drawers and neatly packed themselves in her suitcase. Heidi squealed, I did it! Then Aunt Trudy opened the door. Good, you're packed and ready to roll. Heidi's heart sank a little because she thought she'd done the magic all by herself. Aww. But it was clearly Aunt Trudy again. Thanks, Aunt Trudy, Heidi said. For what, Aunt Trudy asked? You know, the packing magic, Heidi said, pointing to her suitcase. Oh, dear, that wasn't me, said Aunt Trudy. I've had my magical hands full with cleaning the rest of the house. Now, get a move on it. We need to hit the road. Yes, yeah, that's her. 
Heidi clapped her hands together. It was me, she thought, and she couldn't wait to tell Sunny. Well, that's going to be like the best first letter pen pal back and forth, huh? Hey, sis, Heidi Henry said from the doorway. Dad needs your suitcase. Wow, Heidi was almost com- had almost completely forgotten her little brother was even at the beach. But even even Henry couldn't bother her today. On my way, she said. In the driveway, Heidi watched the others leave Castle leave Castle Cove after all the cars drive after car after car. Oh, maybe car after car drove by filled with happy magic families that Heidi didn't know until one of the par oh until one of the car drove past the girl staring out the window, who was the last person Heidi expected to see. Was that Melanie Maplethorpe? Heidi asked. Henry nodded. But the car, Henry looked, but the car was gone. Would she be, what would she be doing at Castle Spell Cove? But what if it was Melanie? And Heidi tried to dismiss that highly unpleasant thought. Maybe that's why she's such a brat, because she's like, gets everything she wants. Because there is absolutely no way that Melody, Melanie Maplethorpe, Heidi's number one enemy from Brewster, could possibly be her here in a magical place for witches. No way, period, end of story. Oh, what if they became best friends? That would actually be, like, good, because Melanie's such a, a booty patootie to her. Smelanie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, is Smelanie a witch? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That would actually be good for her, because then finally the mean girl's going to be nice. All right, let's get ready for school. Let's get ready for Shuel. Bye-bye. Shul. Let's go to the shul house.